Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia. A daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technisha. Kevin Durant Lay on my trout Play with my cap and I knock off of your hat I'm taking the cheese and killing the rest Gucci bitch call me the cat with the rat I'm swerving, but I'm in back of the bag I'm Persian, man, I got help from my rat I'm serving, I paid a bird for that He nervous, I got no word for that He heard him on all of his purses back He mixing his cereal with Percocet She perfect and she got Percocet I just want some of that turkey neck Trap of the year, I'm from Boulder Crest You snitch of the year cause you told the best Good drink Big night Nathan, these niggas double salute, man. 
doesn't make sense now Shit just got real, things are getting intense now I hear you talking about we a lot, oh you speak French now Giving me the time so I gotta take a hint now I hit you up like do you wanna hang right now on the east side, and you know I'm with the gang right now. You say, do I own a watch? Do I know what time it is right now? Yeah. It's after 2 a.m. and that's asking a lot of you right now. All she talking about is come and see me for us. Come and see me for us. You don't ever come to me. You don't ever come to me. All she ever says, come and see me for us Come and see me for us You don't ever come to me You don't ever come to me I've been up for two whole days Thinking what I did to keep you going Thumbing through the voicemails that you left me Telling me where I went wrong I'll admit I'm sorry when I feel I'm truly sorry Things change, people change, feelings change too Never thought the circumstances would have changed you You said you never traded, no Yeah, you said that, you said that, you said that. And I believed you when they told me don't Yeah, I thought you meant it, I thought you meant it, I thought you meant it Well, either way you're still invited and I can't even love to you these days all you say is come and see me for us come and see me for us you don't ever come to me you don't ever come to me how she hit me with is come and see me for us come and see me for us oh. y'all don't ever come to me why you gotta start girl why you gotta start why I got to start? Because this show is about getting ready to start. Yes. I promise you a show, and that's what I'm going to give you. Because here with me today, uh, you know, I love fitness. M- many of you don't know, but I definitely, I love fitness. I live for fitness. Breathe it. It's wonderful. So with me, and I love to welcome her to my show, Sarah Gray. Yes, honey. She's sassy and classy. She is the founder of Wannabe. Make a protein blend to fuel the hustle. Gray found wanna be to make whole body health easier for us women. Yes, she aims to change the conversation that women have with each other and themselves about health, fitness, nutrition, and their bodies. Now she's also was a former NCAA Division One athlete. For all you guys out there, yes, this is a woman with power with a lifelong interest in the impact of nutrition and movement on our health. The idea for these blends grew out of Gray's morning ritual of making potions to feel rejuvenated, strong, and energized. The first of their kind, each blend is all natural and includes so many herbs and plus superfoods, supplements, and power flowers. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome one lady of a kind, the founder of Wannabe, Sarah Gray. Sarah, thank you so much for taking out time to be here. I really appreciate you. Oh, thanks so much, and thank you for that great introduction. You're so welcome. Uh, it feels it feels wonderful to have someone on who's into fitness. It's hard to get people into that activity. But, Sarah, can you tell us a little bit about your fitness journey, why you started, maybe some of your favorite workouts, and what you're doing now? Sure. No, I'd love to. You know, I've I've been involved in fitness for over 30 years, so I feel like what workout haven't I done? Um, I started participating in sports when I was just a little kid, 10 years old. And, um, and I just got involved in it because my dad took me, <laughs> signed me up. And, and I found, um, you know, that it was just such a rewarding experience. And so I've, I've continued on with it in many different um, varieties throughout my life. And my fitness journey is certainly one of a lot of different evolutions where there have been periods where I'm working out, you know, in college athletics for seven hours a day. Uh, to one where the only fitness that I'm able to squeeze in is very long stroller walks with a baby in a in a stroller in the evenings, um, and so I feel like I've I've really run the the gamut, and I've worked hard to figure out how to incorporate fitness into my life, no matter what's going on. 
right now I'm I'm uh, principally in the gym, weightlifting a lot, doing a lot of different um, hit cardio sessions, things like that. Oh, that's awesome. A lot of women think when you lift weight that you'll be actually bulky, but not so true, right, Sarah? That's true, and they shouldn't feel worried about it. We don't have enough testosterone to do it. Um, and so when you're seeing a lot of women who are looking particularly, you know, with a lot of large muscles that look very, very masculine, sometimes there's um, some other things that are being incorporated into their um, what, what they're consuming that are, you know, allowing them to do that. So if, if you're a woman and you're simply going and doing strength training, you're, you're really not going to see the kind of bulk up that men would do. You, your body just doesn't have the hormones to do it. So, Sarah, you told us the best about your journey, but why, why do you choose to eat healthy and work out? I do it because I can't function very well otherwise. Um, you know, I sort of I've, I've compared myself to, to almost a, like a dog who's been left at home too long and then needs <laughs> to be taken out and, and run a bunch so that I could just be, be um, okay to be around. And so I, I get up at 4.30 every morning and, and I'll work out because I just don't, if I go two or three days without working out, uh, people notice. <laughs> I'm, I don't, I'm not in a very good mood. I feel tired. I feel crabby. Uh, I don't handle my stress as well. I get a lot more, you know, just emotional about things. And if I can consistently work out, I feel better. Physiologically, I feel better, but I also mentally uh, feel better. And, and, I, and I just think my body works a lot better when I'm regularly moving. The other thing I love about fitness is it reminds me of what I'm capable of. And so, for example, if, if you're working on something new that is uncomfortable for you, but you continuously work on it, and over time you're able to do that thing, maybe it's a, a pull-up and you've never done an unassisted pull-up before, or maybe it's, it's getting you know, comfortable doing a particular uh, lift move or swimming this particular distance or running your first 5K. Once you do that thing, when you're in a totally different setting, in a business meeting, making a pitch, whatever it is, you know you can do hard things. That's what you do. You do it before breakfast every day. Exactly. And see, I, love, I choose to do it because it feels so good. Even when I'm tired and don't feel like working out, those are the best workouts to me because I have to really push myself harder. And, and I, I know that taking care of my body properly, it can, it can come out being the best thing ever, especially for my daughters. They don't work out, but I know I'm setting those stones, setting everything set right now for them. So one day, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to end up working out. And then I think the alternatives is not getting so sick. I don't have to go to the doctor as much, you know. So you want to keep your body up. You can't run anything if you don't keep yourself up. You can't run a business if your health is down. So those are mainly things, you know, people have these businesses where you travel. I can't travel if I'm sick. <laughs> so That's right. That's right. Yeah, I like to think of my body as my, my personal headquarters. And <laughs> I want it running well. I want my headquarters to run well. Exactly. Now, Sarah, can you share a little? Or can you share a little with us about why you decide to start wannabe, and and what the experience has been like so far? Sure. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to share that. I've been, you know, we we launched our products just this last May, so they're just out. Uh, we started with our two uh, pillar products, Wannabe Fit and Wannabe Bliss, and those are our protein powders that have. They're adaptogenic protein powders, so they got these great functional ingredients on top of them. Uh, you know, Bliss is our mood-boosting formula, and, and Fit is our fit body formula. And we've got a number of line extensions coming out over the next number of weeks. Um, but I have, while they've just come out in, since May, I've actually been working on it for, uh, for two years now. And uh, a lot goes in to formulating and getting tastes and textures just right and figuring out the manufacturing process and branding and getting it into, you know, getting it into, um, into streams of commerce. And so there's so many different uh, pieces that have to all come together that it's, it's taken a really long time to, to get it moving. Um, I, I created Wannabe. It felt really like a calling. Um, I've, I've been, like, like you mentioned, an athlete for, for over three decades and, um, and so fitness and wellness and nutrition has always been a big part of my life. 
But I think the reason that I really decided to go ahead and launch the brand was a little bit different. So when I was, you know, almost 18 years ago now, I was a single mother. I was broke. Um, my, My infant son slept in my arms on a family member's couch, and I was on welfare insurance, and we were in a real... We were in a real tight spot, and uh, I, you know, was able to eventually enroll in, in law school, and I was very successful there, and we changed our lives and our circumstances, and I, you know, had practiced law for 15 years, became a, a partner in a prestigious law firm, and, and I started to reflect on what made that possible. How, how was I able to, to do that? Because statistically, the odds were against us, and, um, and, I, and I decided that what was so important about that was that my involvement in athletics and fitness had developed for me resilience and grit that I otherwise probably wouldn't have had. And so I wanted to figure out a way to help more women feel comfortable and confident in engaging in health and wellness and fitness and exercise uh, for, for reasons other than just body image. Um, to, to really be able to be comfortable, confident, and take care of their personal headquarters so they could make whatever transformations in their lives they were aching to make. And so Wannabe is my mission, my message in a bottle. Well, awesome. I love it. I love this journey that you have taken. Um, so what is your way of network, um, of actually networking with other fitness um, girls? Right. So we are we are right now working to launch um, some different programs where we can connect with uh, different people in the fitness and wellness industry. We started a podcast called Power the Hustle, and we mm-hmm. interview you know game changing women there about a number of different topics related to to health and wellness. Um, and then also we're working on we're doing a, an athlete of the week feature that we've just started, and we're we're rolling out another one in a couple of days where we're highlighting right. you know the every, the everyday female athlete and really celebrating the everyday female athlete. Oh, awesome! I love it. I love the way that you're rocking this out, Sarah. Yes. Thank you. Now, thank you. Now, what are some of your you know people try to find? ways to work out and it's so much information out here you'd be bogged down are there some favorite social media and fitness or apps out there right now that you really engage in i love this question because it is so hard it feels so complicated almost because there's so much information and and so um and i think people can get very discouraged and often feel a little out of place in fitness particularly if they've not engaged in it very regularly, um, or if it's just been a while. I, I find many women, they've had children, and there's a period where they kind of fall away from fitness, and it can be hard to, to re-engage sometimes. And so I think the most important piece for anybody to take from it is your path doesn't need to look like anybody else's path, and your path doesn't have to look the same now as it will in six months, because what you're doing right now what you know what will work for you right now might not work for you later or you might be tired of it and want to change and that's really normal so so you're not doing it wrong if you're continuously doing it differently because your life circumstances change um so there isn't right now what we're actually getting ready to launch is um, some different 30-day challenges for people that are um, not focused on the stereotypical before and after pictures right like let's see stand there and a picture of your bathing suit looking kind of <laughs> uh, uncomfortable and humiliated, and then let's find another one where you know you're 10 pounds lighter and, and hoping to feel more lovable from that, right? Like we're not we're not focused on that. We're looking for 30 day challenges that let women engage in fitness and feel re, re you know re-energized, invigorated, and more confident. And that's what it. That's actually what it takes. And speaking of confidence. You have a way for women to actually change the inner dialogue that they have with themselves about their bodies and their health. I know sometimes you can get a little frustrated. People look at their sizes. They're looking at all these pictures out here. Social media is really taking an impact on our self-image and self-esteem as well. Um, how can one start to change that inner dialogue? What are some things that you can positively do maybe affirmations or so? I, I love this question too. And that's one is, is still so personal to me. 
as I'm sure it does even, you know, for so many women. There is, um, we actually, we've, we just finished recording a video. We'll release it in the next couple of weeks that, that is absolutely 100% about this topic. And it was funny, I showed it to one of my sons, and they said, well, what's that have to do with, with your product? And I, and, I, and I have to admit, you know, we, we aren't working to, to, you know, generate interest in the product for, for this video. It, we're just really sincerely trying to share this body positivity message because we cannot, we cannot earnestly be caring for our bodies if we are constantly hating our bodies. We can't, if we can't coexist, those two things can't coexist. Um, a couple of things that I've done over um, the years, because, you know, our, our mess is our message, right? Like I've struggled with body image issues since I was a little girl. Um, I actually keep a picture of, I can see it right now, a picture of myself when I was probably about eight years old, standing in our kitchen right next to my desk. Because there are things, and I, and I have had periods where I've kept it actually in the mirror on my bathroom, because there are things that we say to ourselves, particularly as women, that if we heard someone saying that to our, our best friend, we would be outraged. <laughs> we would never tolerate it. We would never, never let someone speak to one of our friends the way that we speak to ourselves. And so I think it's important to remember when we're saying those things to ourselves, who we're saying it to. And so keeping a picture of ourselves up, in, a, in an age and stage where we recognize how vulnerable we are, how impressionable we are as people, and how much love mm-hmm. we really are deserving of, then I think it helps us to say, hey, wait, if I'm talking to me now, I'm still talking to that kid too. And I would never say that to that kid. So maybe I shouldn't be saying it to myself right now either. I think the other thing, because you mentioned social media, and I couldn't agree more. Social media is one of those that I have a love-hate relationship with it. It's really, um, it has so many benefits. But if we let ourselves get too obsessed with some of the images that we see, most of which are photoshopped, right, we never feel like we're enough. And, and the, thing, the one thing that I hear from women over and over again when I ask them what they really want, they want to be enough, which is remarkable. It's a remarkable thing that so many women are craving to just be enough. And so I think what we have to do is start changing the images we show each other, right? We need, we need to see images of women with cellulite. We need to change the images we see so that women with all sorts of different body types are being shown because there's a lot of beauty in all of us, but when we only in media, you know, share this little section of what beauty might look like, it makes everybody else feel left out. So I think that's something as a group we all need to do, but we can do that for each other too, right, in terms of showing ourselves. Um, in social media, like showing up. Here I am. This looks beautiful too. Exactly. I like having groups around the accountability partners to keep me up on my toes, the inspiration. It feels so good when you have a community of people who have the same like mind as you. I even joined Urban Life a year ago, and I love the results I'm getting, the feedback that I get from others to keep going. When I'm at work, I have others who are inspired by when I work out. So it really feels good. And I feel like you too, Sarah, like you're always on the spotlight. Somebody's getting motivated to see what you're doing. You're like, okay, I really can't give up now. I got to keep going. It's an ongoing thing for me. And that's why I said I'm going to keep going for the sake of my of my daughters. But, you know, it, it gets, it really does. It gets, it gets hard when you're trying to do so much. And like I said, so much information out there you have things on whether you should eat gluten, whether whether this food is good for you, whether this is healthy. And it's like, okay, what is what? Shall I read this book? Shall I read that book? I don't I don't understand. Shall I take this minute carb? Shall I do this? So what are your suggestions there, Sarah? I mean, it, it gets hard for some people. Sometimes even for me, I'm like, dang, I want to build, because my main thing is I want to stress fat. But then people, you know, say eat protein. So like I said, it's so much information. You're all over the place, and you don't know which way to swing it. Your questions are out of this world. I am loving your questions. I got to a point where I was, I, I was angry. I was angry about it. I, I don't tell this story too often, but, but one thing that was true, my family was actually vegan for a number of years. We were vegan and gluten-free and food dye-free and sugar-free. So we could kind of eat beans. <laughs> it was like I had read 
so many different things about nutrition, and I just kept cutting away and cutting away and cutting away at everything I thought might be harmful. And it left so little that we could eat, and, and food, it became all-consuming. It was the only thing that we could think about on the day is how are we going to be able to eat, how are we going to be able to eat if we go to travel to this city, where are we eating, and you're having a plan so far ahead. And it was really overwhelming. And, and what was so remarkable to me is my health, many things about my health actually decreased. Um, there were some health statistics that did, uh, that did improve, but there were some that actually decreased. And I felt angry that I had tried so hard to be so diligent and careful and intentional about it, and I felt like it had failed me. The system had failed me, right? And there is so much information, and you can put yourself into an absolute tailspin trying to keep up with every new sort of fad discovery. And I think where women really will start to win, men too, right, where people will start to win with health and wellness is looking at it instead of where's my one-size-fits-all thing, instead seeing their body as an experiment. I love, like, thinking of it as the body experiment because all of our bodies aren't the same. I have a friend, I have many friends who are, you know, rail thin and they struggle to put on muscle and they can sit down and they can eat a hamburger and a couple of donuts and it won't make any difference for them. And that's not my body. <laughs> Right? Like I side glance at a donut and you'll see it on my hips. Like bodies react differently to different foods. It's just the truth. We don't all have the exact same genetics. And so it's not surprising that our bodies will process things differently. So I think you have to, to some extent, take ownership that you have to experiment a little bit and find out what works for you, what makes your gut feel good. And it might be different than the next hundred people that you talk to. Um, What makes, uh, what does help you if you are somebody who's, who's struggling with weight loss issues, what does work for you? And, and I'll say it's not just does your body like a carb or not? Does your body like gluten or not? Some of this is what can you feel comfortable with all day? So for me, right. I, need a lot of pro- I need a lot of protein. Otherwise, I'm just hungry. I'm just too hungry <laughs> to be around. And so if I had a day where all I was doing was kicking back a bunch of carbohydrates, I, one, I swell. I personally swell from them. And two, I'm hungry. So I focus a lot on protein for me. I focus a lot on um, vegetables. And then there are some other things that I'm a lot more careful with. I'm more careful with fruit than I used to be. I used to feel like if it was a fruit, I could eat it as much as I wanted. And I, it has not proven a good result for me. It's, you know, it's still packed with a lot of calories for some of those things. And so I enjoy them. But I recognize it's you know, it's something that I'm not going to have all day long throughout the day. Exactly. I agree. Everything works different for everyone. Um, Some people can't eat, feel like they can eat practically anything, and you'll see them the next day. They they look so perfect to you. But like you said, every regimen is not for everyone. Everyone's goals are set differently. So you have to find what actually works for you, your body, and your actual goals. If you're trying to lose your abs, maybe you shouldn't be eating potato chips or ice cream and nothing else. And you get people, oh, I'm trying to eat this way. And then sometimes you have to feel your body differently. Vegetables might not be the only thing that you need to supplement your body with. I get a lot of women who say, oh, I need to get rid of my abs. What are you doing? What type of workouts are you doing? Are you eating enough protein? Are you so it's so much that you have to you have to know your body. You got to get to know yourself before you can even start a regimen. And that's another thing, Sarah. The abs. But we're gonna take a short commercial break with Sarah and we're gonna come back because I know you women out there wanna know what are some on getting rid of that midsection. So we'll be right back after this commercial break. You better not touch that dial at all. Cause you listen to Blog Talk Radio with your girl Technisha. Thought it was over? Not yet. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby. Um, hello. It's me, the designer jeans in your closet. The back of your closet. What am I doing here? Would you keep caviar in the back of your fridge with the ketchup and old milk? Yeah, I don't think so. 
So what happened to us? I mean, have you seen my label? I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Sure, I never really fit you quite right, and one of my pockets is so small you can't even squeeze your hand into it. But it's all about the look, and I look good. I need to get back out on the scene so I can be seen. You know, going to fancy parties, getting expensive iced coffees, Sunday fun days, okay? So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. All right, we're back with the founder of Wannabe, Sarah Gray. She's giving us all the good tips of how to get yourself together with fitness. And remember, everybody's fitness level is different, and you have to ease into it. And we don't want to make everyone try it if they don't want to try it. I can't make everybody jump on a gravy boat, but I love fitness. I live it. I breathe it. I'm going to work out today because I've been slacking because I'm definitely trying to get a certain goal, build more muscle. So I know I got to app up my game a little bit. But, Sarah, before we took a commercial break, I wanted to get into the factor of abs. You hear a lot of women mentioning about, I want to lose that midsection. What are some suggestions that you would give? Because I always thought fit cardio was a good way to incorporate into your exercise. Well, I, this is a great question. I'm going to give you an answer that people often don't love. Um, there is no amount of cardio that's going to out-train your diet. There just isn't. Okay. Um, particularly on the midsection. So uh, a couple of different things to keep in mind. If, if, if a woman has or a man has a midsection and they're looking to get rid of it, what, what they'll often do is hit cardio. Maybe they're on a treadmill for 30 minutes a day. And you can even watch on that, on that treadmill. And it won't be 100% accurate because everybody is different. But they'll, they'll say, here's about what your calorie burn might look like. And if you take that calorie count and you apply it towards something that you've eaten, it might be your apple. It might be, uh, you know, half of your bagel, something like that. It's, it's not a ton. And, and that doesn't mean don't do it. You know, I, I think cardio is fantastic for a ton of different reasons, and one of them particularly is mental health. And that cardio does more for a person's mental health than many other forms of, of engaging in exercise. But, um, but you're not going to lose your midsection just trying to run it off at the gym. It's good you know, keep working at it, but your abs and your midsection, they're going to be controlled by your diet. And one of the things, one of the mistakes that people make is not being very realistic with themselves about what they actually are eating. So I encourage people to track what they eat because we discover a lot about ourselves when we actually uh, keep track of what we do. We think we eat differently than we eat. And, And if you even with portion size, for example, um, sometimes people will say, well, you know, maybe you're going to have four ounces of meat at dinner. And you think you have four ounces, and if you weigh it, lots of times people are coming in much closer to eight ounces. Well, that's double mm-hmm. what you think you're eating. And so if you really want to trim down your midsection, which is important for health for a lot of different reasons, right, like a thicker midsection can, can lead to a number of different health consequences that are, 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 are concerning, and so watching your midsection is a really important um, thing to, to be mindful of, but it's, it's really your nutrition that's going to get you there. And a lot of that is for figuring out what do you actually eat, sort of like spending your money. You know, if you don't ever go back into your bank account and see what you spent your money on, you're like, well, I don't know where it all went. <laughs> you got to go back and figure out, are you spending a ton on clothes? Are you spending a whole bunch that, you know, getting your coffee in the morning? Where is your money going? And it's the same thing with food. What are you really eating? Because some of those foods that we think are good for us are actually not so great. Um, there, you know, you might go and get some kind of really fancy coffee drink and think, well, that's no big deal. It's just a drink. And it's got 750 calories. So, wow. you know, if you're spent, yeah, if you're spending that on a coffee drink in the morning, well, heck, that's, you know, maybe half of a day's worth of calories for some people that they're, you know, really hitting um, some good health targets. That's amazing because you'd be thinking you're doing so right and you don't know that you're actually sabotaging your actual goals. Like you said, you have just went and worked out, but then you eat something else that you don't even know the amount 
of intake that is put on your body. Don't even know half of the ingredients that's probably in it. And you're like, okay, I'm doing fine. Wonder why you still got the abs? Because I sometimes be wondering too. And I know it takes progress. Um, they always say the body is made in the kitchen. It's definitely made in the yeah. kitchen. And then you also have to be careful too, Sarah, because some of the foods that we think are organic are not actually organic. Yes, yes, and some of the foods that we think are healthy are are not. So one of the reasons we we made our macronutrient count, um, our calorie count, pretty low, right? In our protein in our protein blends, they're around 110 calories. And the reason is what I was finding is people were taking a smoothie and they were taking a, a protein that's maybe 250 calories, 280 in some of them, and then they're putting in a banana and some peanut butter. They're going to throw in, you know, some, some milk. They're going to put in some yogurt. And by the time they're done with their smoothie, that's a 650-calorie smoothie, and they might as well just have pancakes, right? And so, so – so there are a lot of things that people are eating, and because it's got this what we call in the nutrition industry a halo effect, people will say, you know, well, I can eat that yogurt because it's yogurt. Well, it might be yogurt, but it's got a ton of sugar, and then it's got a whole bunch of, you know, granola introduced, and then it's got some chocolate chips and all these different other things that all of a sudden you look at it, you might as well have had ice cream. Like it's called yogurt, but, <laughs> you know, from a calorie and a macronutrient perspective, your body's just looking at it like it's like it's ice cream. Wow, I mean, all these things you have to you do have to encounter now. Just loving fitness, but you have taken this on as being an entrepreneur. How do you balance the two? How do women even get into being an entrepreneur and going into fitness? What are some things they should do, Sarah? Should they get out here and and tell everyone? you know, ways to brand yourself well when you're thinking about doing something like this. Right. So it kind of depends on what, what you want to do. Um, you know, for me, it was really important to create some products that helped people because when I looked at the world of supplements, I didn't see anything for me. Um, I felt like the world of supplements kind of broke down to bodybuilding for men and body shaming or weight loss for women. And I wanted products that recognized my hustle you know, I wanted products that made me, like, help me work out in the morning and that helped me recover so that I could work out again tomorrow morning. I wanted products that were great for my skin health, that were great for my, um, you know, supporting my mood and managing my stress and things like that. Um, and I, I couldn't find them, so I just made them. And if you're looking at getting into creating products, then, you know, one, you got to be really um, – there, I mean, I have so much advice on that topic. I feel like I could talk for hours and hours on it. But, but, but the first thing I would say is do get get educated. There's so much of the learning curve and figuring out how to successfully build a brand and create products that you want to give yourself some lead time to figure things out. You want to talk to as many people as you can and talk to as many people as you can for free, right? People who are just looking to be good mentors or. or you know, help you that just have a heart of a teacher and find out as much as you can because there's a lot of different ways that you can get it wrong and it can be very expensive in the process. But but I do think that the learning needs to happen, um, but you also have to just start doing because you can't ever wait until the timing is perfect or you have the, you know, everything pinned down just right and your branding's, you know, exactly right. You just, you can't wait. You'll never get there. You'll, you'll never launch if you're waiting for perfect. Exactly. And and a lot of times people get their, their growth from social media. Is did that work as well for you as going into entrepreneurship using social media a lot? You know, what we're finding is we really have to take a very diversified approach because it's almost like education. People learn in different ways and they also um you know become engaged in different ways. And so mm -hmm. we get a lot of um people when we do taste testings or when we show up for events, uh, trade shows, things like that, people get really thrilled by the taste and texture of our products. They're very excited about them. Um, but, you know, we also, but that's a lot, right, to gear up for a show and kind of travel around the country and there's huge investments in doing that. Um, and then on social media, we find a lot of people um, who are really excited about the brand mission and what we're doing. We also work on the podcast. So we kind of have, uh, you know, are meeting people, in, in that audience. But I, I think there's a lot of people who say you have to master one 
um, sort of stream, right? You're just going to master Facebook and that's, that's it. And then once you get that mastered, you move on to another channel. And I, I disagree. I think, I think you have to do a lot of testing. You have to try in a lot of different areas, keep your approach, you know, as diversified as you can keep up with, and then listen to your audience and see where people are really receptive to you. Right. Now, most of the time, I'm not too keen on when people say, I found most of these fitness instructors say bikini, body, workout. It's like, okay, what are you exactly aiming for? Who are you targeting when you say bikini, body, workout? Women, you have plus size women. You have petite women. So it's like, okay, it feels like a little shade when you say that, and then you look, bam, here they are, looking like a perfect uh, six or a two from Victoria's Secret, and you're like, okay, <laughs> I don't know if that's the right image. Because you said bikini. <laughs> yes. What about plus size? I mean, what about plus size women? Because yes. if I'm a plus size woman, I'm looking at that different, like, okay, where's the big girl at? Like, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, you know, that's why I think people like, like Jessamine has done something so revolutionary with, with yoga. Um, she's one of my favorite Instagrammers to follow. And, man, what, a, what an inspirational athlete she is. But there's a ton of different women who are really starting to show you can come into fitness with so many different body types and, and that mm-hmm. should no longer be a hurdle for women feeling as though they can become active and movement and, you know, get engaged in movement and become healthy and all those things. Like we, we, we have to start sh- shattering those images of you have to be a size two and the only goal of wellness, you know, wellness or health equals being skinny or ready for a bikini. We, we have to shatter those ideas. And I love it that you spoke. So well on that. It's it's for everybody. Fitness for everybody. And the way I see, you don't know who's actually in shape and who's not. I had a gym teacher, and we don't. When I was going to high school, I had a gym teacher. She was a little thicker than I than I am now. And honey, she can move with the best of the best. And it was like you don't know who's who's in the fitness. I see somebody bigger than you, and like oh, they're not working out. And come to find out, they could do more. I was just watching an Instagram video even before our conversation started a young lady was doing tumbles and she, she had a little weight on her but she had yeah. some tumbles so well like you don't know and we always have it always been segregated and even in fitness and sports okay if you was at this size if you even look like you was a plus size you could not be part of the team or do that but now it's making a comeback and I really feel good that they are you shouldn't feel ashamed because you're not doing fitness. And I have my coworkers to tell me, well, I'm not into fitness. And I tell them, child, I'm not trying to get you into it. I'm doing it for my own reasons. You look perfect because I feel like this too, Sarah. You have to love who you are first. I love who I am. And the reason why I want to work out because mm-hmm. the sake of I have children. I love it. Um, I don't even know how I even got started into doing fitness. It wasn't no body shame or anything of that sort. It was just that, hey, I want more energy. I want to work out. I like the muscles. I think women look sexy with muscles. So I'm like, hey, I'm gonna do it. I, I want them muscles. So I just went I just went straight for it. No, I think that's fabulous. And 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 and, and there's a lot of people who you know kind of think about the idea. We, we we want to motivate people to to move and work out because they love their bodies, not because they hate their bodies. And it's so right. funny to me. I'm a I'm a thick woman. I've always been thick. When I was little, I was thick. That's just how I'm built. I mean, I'm, I am, if you have a car that you need pushed out of a ditch, I'm your girl. And it's so funny to me because a few weeks ago, I'm in the gym with my, my now 17 year old son and I'm showing him how to do an unassisted pull-up. And my, you know, big grown son is looking at me saying, geez, mom, you're really strong. I don't think I can do that. And that was something to hear, you know, from this, Big young man with a bunch of muscles saying, "Geez, mom, I don't, I don't know if I'm as strong as you." <laughs> <laughs> they be thinking that we see they already have in their mind that we're a woman, we can't do this, and then all oh, you weak. No, I got it, dollar. I got it. Take these muscles out. I looked at your picture. I said, "Go on ahead, Sarah. Sarah is gorgeous, honey. You guys better be looking at that picture on now. She's not playing. Then she got the gun. I'm on that for you, Sarah." But you also have oh, your own you. podcast too now. We do, we do. 
we, we just relaunched it, actually. I had a whole bunch of, you know, technical headaches with the original show, and so we just said, let's, let's just get a clean start. And that's what I mean by you, you, you can't wait for perfect. Sometimes you have to, you know, clean up a little bit, but you can't wait for perfect. So we relaunched it recently, and it's out as Power the Hustle, and we, ha- we are three episodes a week. And uh, our Wednesday episodes is where we interview game-changing women, but we've got, you know, um, sort of on Mondays where I talk about mindset and, you know, kind of life hacks. We talk about meditation or morning rituals, things like that. And, uh, and then on Fridays we have something ridiculous that's it's our segment called Sweat Friends Work It Out where I get together with my different gym buddies and we talk about all the, the goofy things that come up when you're involved in fitness. Oh, awesome. And Sarah, you already have your line of products out online already? We we do. We have our two pillar products, Wanna Be Fit and Wanna Be Bliss, that are available at wearewannabe.com. And that's okay. our Instagram handle as well. And then we're going to be launching our clothing division coming up here pretty soon. And um, yeah, yeah, that's where we are. You can find us there. When it comes to supplements, are there any suggestions on supplements or multivitamins good for you? What about iron? You know, they have so much out here on the market. Yeah. Um, well, that depends. The, the, the question of what supplements is always, there's so many options out there, yeah. right? And that's one of the reasons yeah. that we created our, our wannabe blends. And so ours are functional blends. They're not just basic protein. We've got protein plus. And so what I tried to do was for, for a category, take the very best and put it in one convenient scoop. So, for example, Wannabe Bliss, that's our mood-boosting formula. And so it's got, you know, protein plus ashwagandha and hibiscus and passion flower and cacao and vitamin B and D. Because those are all the things that I take to manage my stress and, my, you know, kind of keep my mood elevated. And then Wannabe Fit, that's our fit body formula. And it's got collagen and guayusa and wakume and things like that that are all a number of other functional ingredients that are really targeted towards energy and recovery and metabolism. So what we try to do is take the learning curve out of it. I recognize that, that a lot of people feel overwhelmed by the supplement section of any store. And if that is it just, it's too much for people, why don't we just take it and we'll put the best in one scoop. So you got it right there. Exactly. I, I definitely agree. And, and when you go to the store, mostly, you're trying to buy all these different types of products. You have to look at each ingredient. And I was watching Dr. Oz. Sometimes even we have to Google because most of the time they'll give you the correct information to see what's actually are in these products because we think that the cheaper they are, the better. But sometimes those can just be supplemented with other ingredients that are not good for you. So those are ways that you can just look out for yourself because I feel like they're giving the consumer. You got to take your power back as being a consumer if you're going to buy these products. You might have to just spend that extra 13 or $14 if you want those results um, and just talk to an expert, figure out where your true goals are, and you can go from there because everybody goes to different. Some want to gain weight. Some want to lose weight. So you have to know which side of the line that you're on. But at the moment, Sarah, are you doing any other projects at the moment? Well, we, are, we have a number of line extensions that are coming out in the next eight to ten weeks. Uh, they're, they're formulated. We're just waiting on the branding to get finished for those labels, and then those products will run. So we'll have a, we have a ton of news that will be coming out in the upcoming weeks, and if people want to be updated on it, they can always just sign up for our email newsletter at wearewannabe.com, and we'll keep them posted with the developments on the stuff coming out because we've got some really, really cool products coming out that are you know, unique flavors and unique ingredients that aren't on the market right now. Oh, I love it. And what about fitness? Um, I'm a, I am a total geek when it comes to, I guess that wasn't the right word, but I love fitness clothes. I do. I love fitness wear. Oh, good. Cause we're coming out with some. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, follow us. So, so my suggestion to anybody who wants like a new fresh fitness stuff, follow us online um, because we're going to be introducing those things right now. We're we're still you know, like just this morning our trademark application went out. I mean, it, you know, like when I say building a brand, it's a lot of different steps. It is so many different steps and so many that you wouldn't even think of. But we've got um, you know we've got everything kind of rolling and in the works. So we have a bunch of stuff that'll be launching soon. So stay with us on social and you'll get you know you'll you'll see it as it all comes out. 
Oh, wonderful. I cannot wait. I, I'm so happy that you're making this movement. So please make sure you check out my girl podcast. Make sure you follow her on Instagram. She has the things for you. If you're looking for it, you need to talk with Sarah to take you down the right path to the fitness that you're actually looking for. But before I leave you guys, you know I have to give you my truth of the day. And for my friend Ellen Signovich, Mary Ellen Signovich, and also was a former guest on my show, indulge yourself cautiously. At times, you may feel driven to indulge yourself, setting off appetites of all sorts within you. This can cause you to look for ways to feed these desires through purchasing goods you cannot afford. The desire you feel may be indicative of a deeper psychological need. So before you give in to these whims, think about what they really represent. You may discover your desire for expensive clothing, electronics, or cars actually reflect a wish for others to recognize your accomplishments. When you do for yourself, look for ways to do so that will legitimately improve your quality of life and do something within your budget. Today, be cautious when indulging yourself. Enjoy the day, everyone, and get that fitness in. Yes, earn that sweat, darling. Sarah, thank you so much for being here, taking out time. I cannot wait for other things to come about for you and to have you on again as my guest. Thank you so much for having me. This has been an absolute blast. Thank you, and thank you for listening, everyone. I appreciate you, and I'll see you the next time on The Right Side with Technicia. God bless. Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technicia. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.